0: Welcome to Around Each Town with Simple Elegance. I am Mary Scally, your host and the owner of Simple Elegance Professional Home Staging and Interior Design. This podcast digs into the positive benefits of living in Houston, Texas, as well as what our current real estate is, tips on selling your home, the benefits of staging your home before placing it on the market, and great things happening in Houston. We are so excited that you have joined us today as we speak to prominent Houstonians. Mary with Around H-Town with Simple Elegance and this week I have Jay from JSJ Consultants and we are so excited to have you with us sir
1: (laughs) thank you for having me on Mary very very excited uh, for this opportunity to be on the hottest podcast in Houston right now. That
0: is correct, don't (laughs) forget that. Anyway, I met Jay through HSRA, Home Staging Redesign Association, and I can never remember what our little Facebook Live thing is, but it's Southern something or other. Um, that we do with them once a month. And I'm on with two other staging companies, Ashley Fuentes and um, Staging the Nest and Rhonda Conchola and Home Staging for Houston. And we had Jay as one of our guests, and he happened to be their accountant. And I'm like listening to everything, and I'm like, "Uh, excuse me, but I need you too. (laughs) And so I like called Jay immediately after we got off the um, the live thing, and I'm like, Jay, I need you. <laughs> Tell us about your journey to get to where you are now, because you had this like whole corporate thing going, and then you started
1: yes. your own company. Yeah, so I, I moved here in 2010, mm-hmm. um, and I think that was
0: like the year everybody moved here. We moved here to 2010. To 10. It
1: must have been the year. <laughs> it must have been like the the next jump, right? Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, came here, uh, was hired um, at an uh, oil and gas company. They they brought me on to be their corporate controller. And, you know, great run. You know, it was awesome. I learned a lot about, you know, business, about how different department heads work together, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So even though they brought me in there to be really um, their finance guy, so to speak, you know, I ended up having to kind of inherently run the business. Um, and so when the crash happen and you know I'm looking around and you know I've always had you know I guess aspirations to you know have my own business and so I just kind of looked around and I saw that all of the big companies were getting you know hammered by consultants and everybody was wanting to you know kind of go after those accounts but no one was wanting to help you know the small to medium-sized businesses um, you know fill those gaps and kind of cover those departments so that's when JSJ Consultants was born
0: and especially as small little people we do need help because like you know i at first i didn't think i could afford an accountant you know so i was doing it all myself and after jay kind of looked at my um sh- my what is it my profit and loss yes, statement and he's like, um, this really should be in cost of goods sold this should be in cost of goods sold. this should be in cost of goods sold gosh my numbers started to look a lot different <laughs> um but i didn't know what i didn't know because it's not my background i was a hotelie and. Um, I just like to have fun. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's really, really important as a small business to have somebody who really is looking at your books and understands where the numbers are coming from and going to. And like, I'm like, well, how does that work? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, and I think a lot of people, they, they do have that conception that, you know, I got to be at a certain level before, you know, I can bring somebody on. And in fairness to you and those others, you know, that is actually um, have been accurate. Right, you know, um, because you're thinking, I can't afford a CFO, I cannot afford a controller. Also, have somebody to help with advertising and marketing, also to help with the administrative work of handling accounts payable, accounts receivable, payroll, right? HR, like, is a whole lot of department heads. And you're thinking, that's five different salaries, right? Right. So, that's why we created JSJ and the way that we structure it. So, that way we dibble and dabble and handle each one of those departments. Mm -hmm without you having to pay you know the salaries that normally come with with handling those apartments so
0: but it's like so nice when I get the email on Wednesday that payroll's ready (laughs) I didn't do anything you know (laughs) but it's like it's all done and it's done correctly and like I just got an email from Gina yeah um the other day that my you know my sales tax was paid and I'm like "Ah." So nice. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's nice, but it also from a business owner's perspective, it's like, oh, I don't have to work on Saturday to get that done. I don't have to do this on right. Sunday to get that done.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And And, you know, we all of us small business owners, we understand that the person that is going out, getting the sales, generating the revenue, being the face of the business. It's tough to do that and then also have to handle everything else and you know, every one of our clients that was their struggle, you know, um, they they want to grow, but they don't know how to or they're growing and they can't keep up with the growth. Um, and so, you know, relinquishing their, um, you know, handling of their historical data. You know, also, you know, allowing us to help serve as the de facto corporate controller mm-hmm. to help with the future forecasting, the, the tax saving strategies, um, you know, just different things that can help with, you know, taking ideas from your brain and saying, hey, let's implement this. Right. Let's do it this way now. And, you know, basically being able to help you grow your business the way that you want to uh, without you having to, you know, a pay a ton of money for it. Or B, you having to try to, you know, figure it out on your own. And trust me, getting two years down the road just to have to turn back around is not a fun thing.
0: Uh-uh. No. I remember when I first talked to you, Jay, and I was like, oh, well, I'll let you do a little bit. And you're like, okay, Mary, whatever. <laughs> and then all of a I, sudden, I do remember that.
1: I do remember that. I'm like, yeah, I really
0: don't need all of this. Mm-hmm. And then you like, Heather starts doing all of it. And I'm like oh wow this is really nice this is this is good you know and i don't have to worry about balancing the checkbook or you know i still didn't even know how to get into my checkbook now that you've moved me over to quickbooks online i'm like can you make a check for me (laughs) other but it's truly it truly is really worthwhile and actually you have started to kind of niche into the home staging world
1: i have which by the way thank you so much for your raving review (laughs) Um, You know, for the ones uh, that didn't know, Mary and I just got back from the HSRA Summit. Yep, Home Staging
0: um, Redesign Alliance.
1: It's, oh, it's Alliance now. That's, That's right. right. That was a part of the big announcement. Um, But, you know, Ashley got me in as being uh, one of the, the sponsors. Mm-hmm. Best investment I could have ever made. Um, You know, I, I love you guys' industry. I love how... You know, everybody that got on stage talked about your competition is not in this room. Your competition is the realtors trying to talk them into understanding the importance of having a home stager so they can push that, you know, to their clients. Um, But anyway, we're we're there and I'll never forget this, Mary. We're we're sitting in the back. Of course, you get on stage and I see you. And of course, we're all because, you know, you're one of our guys. And so we're like, oh, this is awesome. Mary's going to talk about success and Literally you, you go through your whole team and talk about the success story of simple elegance and then for you to end it by saying and we also started with these guys in the back, JSJ consultants and of course the whole room turns around and I'm just like, Uh-oh <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and we so appreciate the fact that you basically said, you know, if you truly care about growth of your business, give these guys five minutes of your time, you know. Yeah. So uh, we definitely appreciate that. And, um, you know, let's just say that a good number have, you know, followed your advice and they have <laughs> well, come and good, talked to us. So. Good.
0: I'm really excited about that because I think the more that you're in our industry, the more you understand our industry. And it's one of those industries that's kind of, you know, well, is what is this and how do they do this and is this right? And especially how we're seeing um, the government really take on an interest in our industry because they're starting to see big companies and you did you um did you talk to Kim Young? Yes.
1: Um, okay, yes. and like yes. he has
0: been through the ugly yes. audit. Yes. You know, yes. and thank God he's come through it on the right side, but that could he could have had a like a $800,000 tax bill on how do you what are we what are we, you know? Right. How do you run your invoices? How do you do that?
1: exactly and that's,
0: it is state-by-state thing but mm-hmm. it's kind of a big thing and I like shared with you what the Texas comptroller did has right. said but could they change it tomorrow
1: hmm
0: you know and you need to know where do you go to find this stuff and right. that's the big question a lot of times
1: correct no and you're right and and we we have seen that um, you know that kind of touched base a little bit on the first point you made um, a lot of CPAs uh, other you know bookkeepers Uh, they they do struggle with learning and understanding your industry Mm -hmm. case in point. Right. You know, and I don't, we have the camera on, so we could take these chairs as an example. Yep. Most people are going to put that as office supplies. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Or they might put that as furniture, depending on the value of it and put it on your balance sheet as an Mm -hmm. asset. Right. Well, in your world, that's just not that cut and dry because these same chairs could be for a project. Right, which, they can make me money. Exactly, right. Mm-hmm. So if it's for, directly for a project that you're going to be selling to your client at the end of this thing, that's a cost of goods sold. However, you know, or it could be staging equipment, right, which is keywords yeah. out there, staging yeah. equipment. It's
0: all, like in this industry specifically, it is the verbiage that you use. Mm. It's unbelievable. Like, you know, is it rental? Mm-hmm. Rental has to be taxed.
1: Exactly.
0: Staging fee, that is not taxed, you know? And so having somebody to understand and, you know, before I had Jay, Mm -hmm. we were writing off our, you know, what we bought in inventory every year. Well, Mm -hmm. my books were looking ugly because hundred thousand dollars was not getting depreciated, but just going right against my bottom line and I'm like thinking as a business owner, what am I doing wrong? I am the stupidest business owner. Why, you know, and I'm not, but I didn't have the person to understand the accounting, which that's not my world.
1: Right, exactly. You know, you know and, and that that is the the key there, you know, having somebody to understand, you know, just the financial world, um, you know, just in jest, but also, you know, getting intimately involved in your industry, right? And and that's what, you know, I wanted to take pride in. Um, I, I really wanted to understand because you guys are very unique and, you know, even now getting back to your point about the tax structure, you know, yeah, I mean, you guys have obviously grown because if the government wants to stick their hand in your cookie jar, they're seeing, they're seeing
0: there's some money to be had and should we, they are wanting to put it on a taxable basis. But Mm -hmm. so far in many States, not all States, it has not been taxed. And exactly.
1: And, and, you know, and we're, and we're fighting, um, you know, with every other client that we have in in other States. And, you know, now we have uh, guys in Florida, uh, Maryland, Connecticut, um, Utah, um, and we have some other ones that were obviously Texas. You know, we had a great state of Texas. We definitely we love our state of Texas. We do, we do, we love it here. Um, but you know, but as we grow um, and and having to research each and every one of these states, you know, just to make sure we keep our guys in compliance. Um, but yes, you're you're right, Mary. When it comes to you know placing, especially the big ticket items, you know. Properly on your financials because like to your point you know you're putting $100,000 worth of staging equipment and you were just expensing it out expensing it out and you were basically devaluing you know your business um you know and that's why you calling us at the time that you did could not have been a better time for Simple Elegance because we were able to journal entry and correct those charges and make sure that we don't devalue you know, know your company by, you know, that much (laughs) regards to your assets.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You'd be happy to know, did Heather tell you about the sale that we have going on right now?
1: She had, well, so you tell me about it. She mentioned something a little bit about about our call, but we didn't go in detail.
0: So we had staged this one house, actually the person I just did um, on the podcast, which will air the week before you. um, She is a project manager and we had this house. It was Emmanuel Sanders house okay Ooh. it was a 12,000 square foot house over in um Umble. and um when we were called in to stage it we were like oh there's got to be some work done on it it was actually two houses that they built like a connection to i mean this house is crazy i get lost in it <laughs> um and that. so we so we had heather come in or heidi come in and she was the project manager because there was just a lot of work that had to it had been just not taken care of right right so we had to have her in there for about five months to get it to a point where it was ready to go on the market and then we came in and staged it it had been on the market for a year no offers and then um, we came in and staged it after it had been prepared it was sold in for cash in three days two families bought it we destaged the house and then as we are driving to, home, um, to HSRA Summit, mm-hmm. I get this phone call and I'm like, Karen's in front of me. I'm like, I think you need to talk to Karen. Here's this. Well, it's a concierge service and they've been called in to furnish the whole house um, in three weeks so that the family can have, the families could have Thanksgiving there this week. And he's like, well, it's COVID and you can't get furniture. I got to get a hold of the staging company. So they are buying like all the <laughs> furnitures and accessories and everything right now from us. And so it's a kind of a nice little number coming. It's, yeah. The number keeps on going up and up, up. Um, and we, they, we took more stuff over today. And so I can't wait to see what, Comes, what doesn't come back on the truck? <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> that would be know, great to have like an empty huge. truck on the D uh-huh. stage Nothing comes well, back. Well,
0: no, not D staged This is like staging to live. They are buying right. everything. Correct. Sorry. And then yes. so on Friday, they were, um, I was talking to concierge, and he had said that he had gotten a quote for drapes for the formal living room. And I'm like, for how much? I'm like, Pfft. we'll talk. So I'm sending him out a quote on three different fabrics, and I'll get those as well. And it's less than what he was quoted. So um, I know. So we're just and then oh, my gosh, Jay. And then so this could be challenging and you guys have to figure this out. I guess one of the gentlemen have three houses in Alabama that um, he wants to sell fully furnished. And he wants us to come in with the concierge and do those houses. Those will be ready early spring.
1: Oh, that is so awesome. So I
0: think we'll be getting on a plane in January to go look at the houses and get that plan. Nice. Is fun. That
1: is exciting. I'm so excited. No, I'm so excited. Yes, like, man, we can handle God. all that.
0: This is God. Yes. You know. Definitely. So but, definitely. Um, he has
1: his hands all over this. I know. I'm just, I'm just so like, excited and, you know, for in those
0: you. those years you just think, Oh my gosh, Lord. Or months you're just like okay how's the number how are the numbers going to come in and then he just drops this little present in your hand and you're like thank you and we weren't <laughs> even using most of the furniture so that was
1: a good thing yeah. that is a good <laughs> thing except that
0: karen's going to want to buy more stuff and i want to keep it in savings <laughs> 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 we'll be negotiating yeah. okay
1: no but no that that's that's awesome um i mean obviously you know getting bit projects like that <laughs> can definitely put you on the map and you know get you further and further down the road and you know the the way that you know the structure of your business is now set up for you know from the production side as well as internally mm. you know with our systems that we have in place now you know like we're prepared for that you know um six to eight months ago we would have had to kind of fake it till we make it <laughs> you yes. know a little bit and uh-huh. Um, you know, you guys have obviously done tremendous work in the field, right? You know, that you've had set up for years and years, um, but being able to handle everything internally the right way and, you know, making sure that financially we're making the best decisions for simple elegance, right? right? Um, you know, we, we, we are taxpaying citizens, right? Um, but at the same time, you know, Mm -hmm. there's, uh, ways that we can reinvest money back into the business and. That's what we want. We need that for growth, new hires, uh, pay raises, um, you know, more assets. Because now, <laughs> with all oh, this furniture being sold, we're gonna look at maybe having an container increase. Container
0: buying, container <laughs> buying. That's what we need to look at. I'm very excited about that opportunity and that, you know, and I, what I love about it also, Jay, is you know like. When we heard at hsra about you know the opportunity to container buy and how you do it and how you finance that mm-hmm. it's like ashley Ron, and i already had our eyes on each other like okay let's it's buying power yes you know and you know don't be afraid to get involved with your other the other people in your industry that you know quote quote the industry would say your your competitors no we see each other as we're sisters and we're going to help one another. And if we can fill a container and get it for less, we're going to work that together. Yes. No,
1: no. And and, you know, just to kind of, you know, circle back around to that topic, like, you know, I've been to tons of summits, trade shows, conventions, et cetera. Um, You know, I think back to, you know, OTC, which was the, the like oil and gas. It was the biggest one, you know, in the world. I was every year here in Houston. And to see all of us, right, you know, trying to cut out the other person or trying to outdo the other person, knowing that one company can't do it all. You know, the fact that you guys understand the real estate industry is so big, you know, it's very lucrative, but there's so much going on that one company can't do it all. And, you know, it's, it's funny when – I see, you know, sometimes Ashley using some of Rhonda's guys because you know we financially we see it all, right? Oh. You know, walking your where, you know, your warehouse, and I'm like, oh, it looks, you know, similar there, you know, you know, seeing Ashley taking an idea from you and well, implementing I took a lot her- from Ashley, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I mean, but but you're right, I mean, and just to kind of you know get back to what you're saying, I mean, just the whole you know idea with the container idea and you know, being able to say, let's go in this thing together. And and you're right, you know, um, I know a lot of people like living by the Dave Ramsey thought of, you know, no debt, no debt, no debt. And, you know, some truth to some of the things that he says, but however, I figure, I feel like rather that um, there is some debt that's actually good debt. You know, how do you get business credit? You know, how are you able to walk into a bank and ask for a line of credit right or a credit card if you don't have any history you know i've seen guys with perfect credit get turned down for a line of credit and the first thing they say was well you got this twenty-five thousand dollar credit card with this for two years you never used it so why do you need right. the bar money right it makes it a little bit more of a harder sell uh but you know when you get that and you know according to what that guy was saying at this at the summit i mean you know, interest-free for a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, kind of get you down the road. So definitely a lot of advantages, you yeah. know, potentially looking at that without having to drain, you know, your cash right, flow. Right,
0: right. Or have a credit card way up, you know, exactly. that you're paying 19% interest on or something mm-hmm. like that, which is huge. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can't wait till that one credit card where I have one more left. And then I'm getting a Louis Vuitton, just
1: telling you. <laughs> That's right. That's going to be your present to yourself. My if, present if, to if myself. We're going to put it on that card that you just paid off? No. Oh, we're no gonna. I'm going to pay cash. Okay. You know. All right. It's okay. Hey, I'm, I'm a big fan for, for my clients using the cards, though, because especially the ones that give them a lot of, you know, points, points. travel exactly. points or whatever, no better mm-hmm. feeling in the world, right, when, when you can, you know, rack that up and 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 do that so well, and
0: also that you know like having that united card that gets you uh, upgrades and all that mm-hmm. stuff and gets you into the um president's club, president's club which <laughs> it's has been closed but i guess it's open again or
1: you know uh, I, we we so i flew to maryland because um, you know we we also work with dairy. sherry aldrich mm-hmm. right with staged above and uh i didn't see any of the clubs open you know yeah, when
0: i flew to tucson um, Denver was open and then Jim said he thought that maybe one of them here in Houston finally had opened, but it's like, ugh, you know what? They still charge me my club fee for, um, for the year, the annual fee, you know, they didn't take that off, even <laughs> though like, um, nobody's been using it, but that's okay. Right? It's okay. It's all good. So anyway, what have been some of the best advice that you've been given in your life just in general?
1: Um, Hmm. You know, it's funny, So, which is, by the way, great question. Brandon. That's a really good question. Um, I would say that, you know, people told me that, you know, I shouldn't, I guess, take a job to where I'm just going to be stuck behind a desk. You know, um, they have told me this, and this has been family and friends, um, and they saw this in me before I, I really saw it. But you know, they, they told me I need to be in something to where I'm in sales or I'm in front of people um, and just don't settle, if that makes sense. Um, college, I double majored in um, economics and finance. Um, and I remember hearing their voices when I got through with my, my first two years and now it's time to pick a major. And it was like, okay, playing college basketball, it'd probably be easier just to go to accounting Instead, or business, of, right, business, instead of business. Right, business. Instead of double major. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I like the numbers. Um, you know, I actually started off in civil engineering and, you know, that was crazy. That was a, a year wasted. Um, but I like the numbers and, you know, but I remember them telling me, and I just felt like if I was an accountant, I was going to be just stuck behind a desk in a black and white movie. <laughs> <laughs> it just felt like it. Just, I don't know why I felt no that way. Color. No color, just black and white, and my milk gets delivered by my milkman. And just, you know, it wasn't going to be any kind of excitement. But, um, you know, so double majored, um, and then in turn, you know, uh, you know taking a sales job, you know, early, you know, a few years right out of college. And really, I mean, that that was it. It was just my family just saying, telling me, my, some of my friends just telling me that, you know, you – There's something in you that the world needs to see and you need to make sure that you put yourself in a position where they get to see the personality and get to see, and that's why I think a lot of people are actually shocked when they meet with us Mm -hmm. um, because they're like, well, I'm not supposed to be having fun with my (laughs) corporate controller, you know? I'm not supposed to be having fun with, you know, my account manager, Mm -hmm. you know? um, This is different, right, you know? But our Zooms are talking, I mean, you know how much fun you and I have. Mm Right. You know, a lot of times we have to get back on track for right. work because, you know, I'm at your house, you know, <laughs> wanting to jump in your hot tub or your pool <laughs> or, or, or trying to get your husband to take me yeah. out on a that's boat. Yeah, you know, um, you know, but but that that's kind of, you know, part of what, what made JSJ is, I believe, me listening, you know, to that oh. advice. So
0: Well, and it's funny because, yes, you are in accounting and stuff, but you really are a salesperson. That's your number one position is to sell your company mm-hmm. to all of us. Correct. And you kind of do a good, pretty good job of it. Like <laughs> how you. many of us say no to you?
1: <laughs> it <hadn't laughs> you know, yeah, it hasn't <laughs> has, has, has been a lot. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't, it hasn't been a lot of, but of I think no. When so. it's, you know, when you know that you're going to have fun
0: working with somebody and it's not going to be all these rules, it makes it. You know, and you guys are so easy to work with, you know? I mean, Heather just, we just keep on texting, pushing this, that, and the other thing, and she sends us back loves and all that yeah.
1: stuff. Oh, yeah, I, I love Heather, yeah. yeah. She, she is always employee of the month. I tell her that, and, and that includes me. I'm like, hey, I'm an employee of JSJ. I'm on uh-huh. payroll. I'm like, and you were employee of the month, every month. Yeah. No, she's like, definitely. how do you guys
0: divide how many like accounts does Heather is Heather in charge of? And like how do you guys work out who gets who and
1: Yeah, so so Heather, she's interesting. I, I, I even told her that this morning on our call. Uh, you know, she is the white female version of myself. Um, I remember being a corporate American and we were at the point to where we were growing and I didn't want the bosses to bring anybody else on. I just wanted to be me and the bosses. Right. And I didn't see down the road. Right. And she's the same way. I mean, if Heather had it her way, she would be handling every one of our accounts. And I'm like, (laughs) Heather, you can't handle 50 accounts. Like you're going to drive yourself crazy, you know? And, but she's like, well, I know how you want things and it's gotta be perfect and I'm the only one. And so, um, but yeah, but so, so we, we have, um, you know, three other, um, well, I would say two, uh, other um, account managers um, that we have. One just brought, we brought on, Angela Fawcett. She's in uh, Austin, Texas. She's been oh, great wow. working with so us. not
0: even all in Houston
1: now. Oh no, no, I mean, the way, you know, how our platform works with the QuickBooks Online, we're able to work remotely, the Zooms, sharing of the screens. Um, and with the connectivity of the bank accounts and credit cards, mm-hmm. we're able to, to work remotely and, and not have to be face to face a lot. But but anyway, but the way that we kind of break that out is, you know, I'll go through the account and I'll just look and see, you know, what the roles are, who needs to do what. And then I just kind of put my guy strategically on handling the day to day. Obviously, I- I'm going to be the guy that's going to oversee every account. You know, I'll do all the high level um you know, tasks the um, you know reviewing of the financials monthly and quarterly. Of course, you and I had ours a month ago.
0: We did, and we are sitting down um, December first exactly to get prepared for strategy Exactly,
1: meeting. yep. the Tax and savings and as well as to our budget sitting
0: there yesterday working on the budget. And I watched, <laughs> um, hallmark
1: channel all day that's instead. okay that's okay <laughs> no I, I prefer you not to look at it until we look at it together because i have a platform that uh will be much easier that's for, so for I us really put it together no 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 no. We, we'll do it together because we'll okay. look at your your past couple of years numbers okay. right i know with COVID, which by the way you have kicked COVID in the ass can i say that on your show you, sure can, honey. you kicked it in the ass i loved it Loved it. Even Blowing though we're
0: through. down from what we had been. But, you know, but
1: expectations versus reality exactly. is is what I'm right. I'm looking and at, right?
0: we have really pushed and pushed.
1: Yes. So, exactly. you know, we, yeah, we're basically going to look at the past couple of years, and then we'll be able to create our budget based off of future forecasting. Um, you know, and, and this will be a unique uh, 2021, uh, I will say in essence of, you know, election year, you know, obviously COVID, you know, there are certain things that we have to see the government want to put their hand in the cookie jar of our industry. How does that look? You know, the way that now, our ten ninety nine employees are being attacked versus them trying to force us now to instantly put them on payroll and make right. them, you know, an employee, even is that, you know, even if it is at a part time basis. So there's so much that's gonna go into that. And then with that comes, you know, real costs, mm-hmm. right? And right. that those are the kind of things that uh, you're paying me to do. So uh-huh. you can watch the Hallmark channel all exactly. day. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, this is kind of, this is kind of fun to find out this because literally I've always set, you know, gone and looked at my back, like the last few years and then calculated out what we were going to do each month for revenue and then dropped down and looked at what, you know, our costs have been and done the whole budget and then come back. And so this is kind of exciting that we do that. No. And mm. I was blocking time, but we'll do it together.
1: We'll do it together. Yeah. So well, it makes it, it makes it more fun, you know, um, and, and, and honestly, Mary, that is going to be, and I know that you and I are still, you know, in year one of us working together, but you'll see that, you know, the more and more that we do together when it comes to the higher level tasks, the easier things are going to be, because honestly, yeah, I could do it by myself from just a financial standpoint. Right. but
0: you also have to be looking at what are our goals for each of the exactly. quarters. You know, like one of our big goals for um, quarter two, three, well, two and three probably is that we want to bring on stage stage force mm-hmm. and that's quite the investment exactly so we need to make sure that we have the money right in the time plan for that.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's a great point because stage force, you know, y- you bringing them on, you're getting their software. I've seen their prices, you know, so that technically is going to be an asset for the business. Mm-hmm. Right? So that wouldn't go on the budget. However, that's a part of our cash flow
0: right okay yeah you see what i'm saying that's where i had said to you i'm like i've got to understand because i understand most the profit and loss Mm -hmm. but i never really look at cash flow and balance sheet and those are very important right and a lot i think a lot of business owners they look at the profit and loss but they're not looking at the cash flow and the balance sheet and those tell a totally different story
1: completely different story you know and and it's yeah, that's a great point, and I'm so glad that you know you're you're starting to recognize it, you know yourself, because somebody could have you know a hundred grand profit on their P and L, but then they look in their bank account and they and only like see nothing, right? And they're like, <laughs> well, what's going on here? Right. And you're you're having to explain to them like, well, hey, you know, on your balance sheet, you have your credit card liabilities, you have you know this liability, you have the loan that you have, you have your line of credit. You know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you you have assets that you just recently purchased with that profit, <laughs> and that's right. why. But then I've also seen the other side of it too. They could be showing a fifty thousand dollar loss, but they could have two hundred k in the bank, right? And that's easily explained. Well, hey, you know, you're you're riding mean and lean over here. You're mm-hmm. pretty much debt free. The reason that you have this is because your payroll is higher because you just brought on three more people, and you also have jobs that you haven't been fully paid for, but you had to pay. Your photographer right. you had to pay your logistics guys you had to pay you know that truck note like yeah. et cetera et cetera et cetera so there's different ways that you have to look at it um which is why it is important to understand the cash flow statement mm-hmm. because that is the combination of your balance sheet and your your L statement
0: Yeah, so we're gonna learn that <laughs> i'm very excited to understand some of these <clears throat> things how has covid impacted you guys this year <laughs> Has so. it been you know, cause it's like, we've had those, we've had some companies like get totally, they're like out of business, whereas other companies have like totally flourished, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not even <clears throat> been an equal, it's just been random,
1: yeah. you know, so. You know, um, and COVID, I'll, I'll just come out and say it, COVID <clears throat> has been really, really good for us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, It wasn't because of luck. It wasn't because of anything other than, you know, we were prepared for it, right? I'm a big believer of when opportunity comes knocking on your door, you know, you don't only open the door, but you kick that mofo down, Mm -hmm. right? I'm a big believer in that. So I'll just kind of walk you through quickly through our process. So when Harvey hit, um, I I really felt bad. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, And it was really because – I'm just not an outdoorsy guy. You know, all my construction clients, they were riding in their boats and ripping up carpet. And, and I and, and I helped, you know, financially. We donated some clothes, canned goods, et cetera. But I don't know. To me, that's always kind of been, like, surface level, giving back, right? Um, but when this hit, I was like, oh, here's an opportunity. So... I contact uh, my director of business development Gina Farrell and then of course you know my senior account manager Heather Myers that okay. you and everybody else also loves and I just said ladies we're going to do a free campaign to help people get funded for either the idle loan or the PPP mm-hmm. um, whether they're clients or not you know this is what we're gonna do uh, and what stemmed from that was that Gina and I got annoyed because at the time our biggest competitor, she was charging two hundred and fifty dollars to people just to sit down to talk and to fill it out for a potential maybe they'll get funded. But they had to pay that fee just no matter to get what. and I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we we worked our butts off for about thirty days straight. Anybody that needed help, we're just helping, helping. Well, mm-hmm. In the midst of all that, um, of course the government, as you know, comes back and say, hey, make sure that you got somebody managing this money because we'll be coming back, asking for it back if it's not used properly. And then, of course, when they decided to um be a little bit more uh flexible with the spending of the funds they went from 100% of being for payroll to saying well only 70% has to be 30% can be now used for some you know operating costs and we fell into that bucket so in turn when the people that we help realized that they could bring us on and actually pay us with those funds it uh you know it took off
0: that is awesome.
1: it, it, it took off like wildfire and um, I mean, I, I will say that uh, my company has tripled, that
0: is so you exciting. know, this year. So it's, it's it's great. really,
1: really been great for JSJ.
0: How many years have you guys been in business now?
1: Uh So five years. Right. Yep. Started in 2015. Wow. Uh, so wow. it's, it's, that it's is been exciting. So
0: exciting to see. And also, but like your heart was to serve. Right. Yeah, it was And that I think God really changed makes a big difference you know when your heart is not to make money right your heart is to serve those and in turn god blesses and gives you great opportunities but then you also pour those things back into the lord as well and also you like coach an amazing football team that <laughs> you're going to nationals
1: yes 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 no no it's been very exciting um our organization south county Pines, and um you know texas ponds elite is the name of this particular group So our 13 you Select team. And, um, you know, talk about giving back. You know, we, we have a lot of, um, you know, underprivileged kids that come from, you know, different walks of life, um, you know, where you and I would call hell, some of those guys call home, you know. And, um, you know, being blessed uh, financially to be able to, you know, pour into those young men and, and show them, you know, that, You can have a better life for yourself, regardless of mom, dad, aunts, uncle, your surroundings, neighbors, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, you can have a better life. And uh, excuse me. But and, you know, they have enough people in their lives. I feel beating it in their heads and, and, you know, telling them this or that, yelling at them, whatever. Um, What we have been doing is showing them. Right, you know uh, the charter buses. You know when we go travel, right? You know, kind of showing them keeping your grades up. This can be you in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, with Florida. You know, we're actually Heather and I, because also Heather serves as our team manager.
0: Oh, she doesn't (coughs) know that.
1: So that's where Heather and I met. I'll tell you that story another day if we don't have time to do it on the air. But um, so her and I are in the process of booking flights Mm -hmm. because now we're showing them this is how it is in college if you're going to play college football. And these guys have D1 talent. You know, we have a you know, a couple of guys that are already getting looked at like major D1 schools, LSU, Bama, a and I mean, it's just amazing for these young men. And so uh, being able to, you know, help them, you know, achieve a, fi- a football goal, but also at the same time, you know, we know some of these kids have never even left Houston. You know, so the fact that we have uh, – because we also set up you know, uh, Universal Studios, we we got it shut down for us for Thursday night when oh we're there because we want to make awesome. this more than just right? about football. Right? You know, um, we want these young men to enjoy life. And if we can play a hand in those guys getting a chance to go to Disney World for the first time ever and might be the only time in their lives, like, you know, I, I, I you know, want to be a part of that. And, and I want them to, you know, have the experience of a lifetime, so.
0: Remember Jonathan's coach um, at Oak was his first thing was, I'm here to build men of character, you know, and then two is education and three is football. And that's what you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. You're building men of character. And again, it doesn't matter what you've come from. You can change that destination of where you're going to. and But having strong men, like literally feed into these guys' hearts is huge. Yes. And that you're taking that time, you know, when you could say, No, I'm just gonna take the weekend for myself. No, you're like every weekend, I see you yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> you're at another tournament. You're yeah. not this and you know. But like what a big difference. And I know that the the men that Jonathan were in Jonathan's life, what a difference that has made in mm-hmm. his life and who the person he has become. Mm-hmm. And I just – I praise God for that, Jay,
1: yeah. That is huge. huge no, it huge. is. And, you know, and, and these guys, they give, you know, us everything. So, it's to your point, right? You pour in and your heart's in the right place. And then you end up getting back, seems like, three times the amount that you give. I mean, you know, we, you know, just won our state championship, so we are the Texas state champs huge. on the 13U level. Uh, we ran through San Antonio's top teams, uh, ran through, obviously, Houston, ran through Dallas – uh and you know, now we're number seven in the nation. That's heading
0: crazy. you know, heading
1: to Florida. So, uh, you know, we, we just provide the platform, but you know, these young men and the commitments there, you know, some of these guys were driving an hour and a half one way to practice. You know, so imagine that having to drive to Dallas twice a week, right? right. You know, that's right. what they're doing. Uh we have weekly Zoom calls, you know, with them. Um, you know, we also do you know grade checks, you know, we're always asking about report cards. You know, just trying to help them understand, yeah. right? You know, we, we monitor their social media pages too. That's I love that. That's I love been that, the that biggest is thing like,
0: even more important. Jonathan and I were just watching. I fell asleep, but the social dilemma mm-hmm. and, Oh, I'm like, I have to go back and watch. This is, this is scary. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember, um, we were at a marriage counseling, um, weekend and we went to this one um, session on raising kids. And the pastor literally said, he goes, yes, you all have been 11. You all have been 15. You all have been 17. You have not been 11, 15, and 17 in your kid's world. This is a different world because of social media, you know. And um, I forget what book I was reading, but it was like, hmm, this is interesting. You know, Apple, what was the first sin in, in the world? It was eating the apple and was that apple is that connected with the internet does have a lot of blessing but it also has a lot of curses mm-hmm. you know and so the and these kids wow. are really like i know yeah. and, and it's funny because and you look at you this apple Think of, but there's the one bite
1: yeah that
0: did you, uh, you i know, never I put, never put in this i forget what book it was but wow. i was like oh my gosh and there's the one bite. Wow. And that is pretty deep. And this is what our kids are dealing with. And mm-hmm. Satan is that conniving little thing that wants to get in there and ruin our children. Mm-hmm. And what we have to really yeah. watch.
1: No, that's, that's, that's really, wow, you went deep there, Mary. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is taking a whole nother turn. No. <laughs> But you never
0: know. I told you, you never know where we're going to go. Yes, but, I know. I know. Uh,
1: Before we even went live, you we were like, don't you worry about the questions. This is going to be a conversation. <laughs> no, yeah, this is a conversation. No, but I mean, no, that's a great point because even in a good book, you know, it talks about that, you know, they didn't know that Adam even didn't know that they were naked. That right, wasn't right. even a thought in their mind. The moment they took a bite of the apple, their eyes opened. And so, you know, from a business perspective, I think that's where Apple was trying to go with. Because I hope
0: so. But, I, I hope know, so I too. Question, but, I but no, that's a fair. Know, that's I a valid really question. Do question because you know w- there is that weird part of some a lot of people's minds, and you know it is. And so I just for our kids, we have to really watch where yeah. this whole social media is going and right. how it's affecting right. them. Right. So. Well, yeah.
1: Well, and, and I know um, you know getting back to the, uh, the more simple terms of you know that point. You know, I've just seen a lot of um, just, you know, high school uh, athletes, um, you know, high level, you know, could pick their school of choice, including the Bama's of the world. Right. Mm -hmm. Clemson's of the world. And one stupid social media posts. And they're done. And, you know, because and that's what we try to tell, you know, the young men that we're, you know, mentoring and coaching. You know, these guys don't want to lose their jobs over a knucklehead like Mm -hmm. they have to understand that. You know it's not just the coach the college coach that has a great career he's got to think about his wife and his kids now the wife is finally getting involved in the community now the kids are finally loving their basketball teams and their soccer teams and they're loving their teachers and they're finally building friends now daddy gets fired and now we got to move across the country and do it all over again no these guys want to get their jobs you know especially when they get to the head coach level Right. right you know they don't want to jeopardize that because they're getting talented kids, but it's not the right talented kids and so with well, us starting the ponds you know that's why we wear the the s on our helmet um you know similar to Stanford University mm-hmm. because oh, you know Stanford puts out a good product every year mm-hmm. on the field but then what are they doing off of the field right producing doctors attorneys, you know entrepreneurs right you know and
0: that just little thing what appears to be little is not cuz you're telling each kid that they can too be a doctor, they can be a lawyer. Exactly. They just, you know, you can do whatever you put your heart your your heart and soul to. Exactly. So. Exactly. Why do you love Houston?
1: Man, Houston's been great to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, so coming from, you know, Memphis, Tennessee, right? You know, small town, big it's a big town, uh, but it's still a town all the same. Um, and, you know, then having a stint, you know, uh, in West Virginia, which it's interesting. I don't know if you've seen the show, the life, I don't know what the name of that show is. I don't even watch it, but, uh, whatever that reality show is about the hillbillies of West Virginia, something like that. But, you know, but then coming here and, um, you know, really, really seeing that people here let's just say this, the only color, the only color that they care about here is the color green. And that has been so (laughs) eye opening for me. Um, you know, I, I saw my mom and my dad and my, my, you know, my stepdad, my parents got divorced, just, you know, having to fight, you know, just to be able to get, to be a part of certain job bids or, you know, getting opportunity to, you know, individually grow in, in their industry. And, you know, um, you know, Memphis, you know, I love my hometown, but, you know, there's still a lot of division mm-hmm. there, you know, even to this day. Um, and and it's sad, right? And so coming here and, you know, and I get it, racism is all over, right? It doesn't matter. It's going to be no matter where you are in the world. There's going to always be some type of that. But, you know, Houston just welcomed me with open arms. Mm-hmm. They like really did. you can't did. get here fast enough. Right. You and and I, I even told my buddy, you know, that in his crazy story, you know, he he worked, he, he works for the railroad and, um, and he lives in Austin now, him and his family, beautiful family. he got a great job and loving it. But, uh, he was, he was the engineer, not the conductor. Um, and somebody ran through what they call like their red light. And, you know, instantly when that happens, both people get drug tested. And it was a white guy and my, my buddy's a black man. And, uh, he passed his drug test. The white guy didn't. They put the white guy in rehab, did all the things that they were supposed to do. And then my buddy, all of a sudden, he doesn't get his job back. You know? Now, I know a lot can go into the stories. I would hope, you know, he's been my one of my best friends since I was a senior in high school. So I want to give him the benefit of the doubt that, that he would be real with me if he really did mess right. up, you know? Um, but based off of what he told me and me believing him, you know, mm-hmm. It was the weirdest thing, I mean, he went as far as got an attorney, you know, they took it to court in the whole nine yards, but then he moves to Austin, and now he's working for a railroad, and everything's great, uh-huh. you know, so it's those little things that, that have helped me, but anyway, but I love Houston, Texas, um, I don't ever want to leave, <laughs> I don't, even like when my family wants to see me, I'm like, well, just come here, I'll fry you some turkeys, <laughs> got a Rudy's barbecue down the street. Whataburger's the best thing We're ever. The best food here. <laughs> oh my God! Well, think about it. I mean, because of Katrina, you mm-hmm. have the Louisiana flavor uh-huh. here. Of course, Yao Ming brought a huge Asian following. Mm-hmm. Barbecue, yeah. Seafood, Mexican. Mex- oh, I mean, oh Tex-Mex. Like, this is the only city, in my opinion, and I know I haven't been everywhere in the world, but this is the only city, in my opinion, where you can get the best of any kind of mm-hmm. food that you want
0: so true it's and, So true.
1: you know it's but and smooth. served
0: by the nicest people like you know what cracks me up oh my gosh I was just like when we first moved here you know you go like if you're playing baseball or football everybody goes out to dinner afterwards yep. and you could be out with 40 people not a problem and then it comes to splitting up the checks and your son is on the other side of the room well and he's with me no problem I'm like no problem splitting checks like you don't even ask that in new england they like will kill you
1: you oh i got some horror stories. my my sister she after high school she got a scholarship to go to berkeley university in boston Boston. and i'll never forget because here i come all nice country bumpkin Mm jay thinking that southern hospitality is like nationwide yeah not quite i'll never forget we get there and um, she wants to go to the Prudential area, uh-huh. okay? Which, I'm you know, it. is not that far from Berkeley. Yeah. We get in the taxi there, mm-hmm. and this guy says, hey, where do y'all want to go? We said, we want to go to the Prudential area. He was like, that's too close for me. Get out. Uh-huh. And I'm like,
0: Put <sighs> <"What?" laughs> your rocking shoes on and yeah. walk there. My
1: sister gets out. She gives him a piece of her mind. <laughs> he takes it, and... She goes, come on, let's go find another one. And I'm still just shocked and appalled because I'm like, wait, what just, what just happened here? Start walking down the street, guy bumps me. I initially say, excuse me, expecting him to say excuse me back. He tells me, watch where I'm walking, and I'm like, where are we? Like, welcome to Boston. I'm like, baby sis, are you? Is this the norm? So yes, definitely uh, don't have that worry <laughs> at all, Not in at East all East. here. You know, uh, and and I love legal seafood up there, but yes, you better have your order ready, and you better know what you want. <laughs>
0: and don't ask for separate checks. Do
1: not, <laughs> do not ask for that. Y'all settle up, Venmo me later. <laughs> they just <won't> want one you. check. <laughs> You're right. That is so yeah. Fun.
0: Jay, how can people get in touch with you?
1: Okay, so we we have. Uh, obviously our website, Mm -hmm. www.jsjconsultants.com, uh, is one. Uh, we also have, uh, Instagram as well as Facebook. You can just look up JSJ consultants and, you know, you can feel free to join our pages there. And, uh, obviously they can always reach out to Mary Scally. Yeah. But
0: they can also call you.
1: (laughs) I can call me. Yes. My number. Yep. They can call me. Yep. I am. Uh, easy to get a hold of. My number is 832-296-6851. My email address is j at jsjconsultants.com. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm easy to find.
0: And so much fun to work with, as <laughs> you can see. But thanks, Jay, so much for joining us. And thank you for joining us. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like more information about Simple Elegance, you can either give us a call at 877-458-8254, that's 877-458-8254, or visit us on our website at www.simpleelegancetx.com.